Welcome to another episode of Life, Love, and Perspective. I'm your host, Cookie, and I hope everyone is having a magnificent day today. The weather is nice. The sun is shining. I have popped on here to do part two of the Slap Heard Around the World. This is a special part for me because this is for women only, women everywhere, from one woman to another, from me to y'all. I want us all to win. I absolutely do. And I think women are the cornerstone of making it happen. Now, I'm not taking away anything from men because I get it. Men make it happen. Like the saying goes, behind every good man, there is a greater woman. <laughs> it may not say that exactly, but in my case, I can say that. I don't think we understand what we bring to the table. We as women are something awesome. We are the backbones of our men and husbands. We are their support systems. We're their encouragers. We are their partners, their mates. I call it teammates. For me and my house, we a team. We are their biggest, or we should be their biggest and loudest cheerleaders. And most importantly, their personal prayer warriors. Those are just some of the hats that we wear. But here's my point of concern. And yes, it's a concern. Women are selling themselves short and doing a disservice to the men that they love. I know we're all capable of being amazing, but for so many different reasons, women are not walking in their power nor purpose. And some of y'all may not even be concerned with y'all's purpose. I get that. But the power part, yeah, I would think everybody's trying to walk in that. We're a wealth of untapped potential and talent, some of us. So when I heard so many females that call themselves adult grown women agreeing with and commending Will for his actions, that did it for me. I mean, aside from the slap, of course. They were saying that that was a real man and how more men should stand up and defend their women. Okay. There were a few things wrong with the entire situation. Aside from the fact Will thought it was all right to walk his grown, grounded self up on the biggest, most prestigious stage of an actor's career and slap another grown man, not only in front of the world, but in front of his family, his friends and his wife and his kids. And then the icing on the cake, he went back to his seat and started yelling like he was on the corner hanging out. If I was an emoji... I would be the shock face emoji. That's one. I'm saving my main point for last. Secondly, the reason for the outburst in the first place was because Chris, a presenter, a comedian telling jokes. I say again, some of us didn't even make the connection. I know it just wasn't me. After I thought about it, I know I was the only I was not the only one who did not make the connection. But anyway, which when he gets ready to tell the joke, he prefaces by saying, love you, Jada. He then proceeds to tell a joke she somewhat smirks at, then eye rolls. Meanwhile, her husband, the great defender, is laughing like it's all good. What happens next? Well, they say Jada gives him a what happened now look, and he then steals the night. I guess I'm just different because no way, no how, no ma'am, no sir. Would I act like a joke about me is funny that makes me feel any kind of way? And this related to a condition I have no control over? I don't care where I'm at. I'm not entertaining that. 
the world already knows about her alopecia. So they'd understand if she didn't laugh. And even if they didn't, she's still a person. And if that affects her in that kind of way, why would she laugh at it? But anyway, and lastly, but certainly not least, the part that really threw me off as his wife, Jada, and any other female out there, that's for each and every one of y'all that thought it was okay. So not only his wife, but all the women around the world that thought that was wonderful and great. For any female woman that has a man and they say that they love their significant other, how could you think Will's actions were okay? Justify or otherwise? Does any woman really need to be defended from a joke where you weren't called out of your name and not one hand was laid on you? I'm sorry, what was he defending? Here's what I can't comprehend from any woman. It's your man or your husband's biggest night of his career. You know how hard he worked to get to the top to go years, blockbuster after blockbuster, getting nominations, but not the prize, the Oscar. Finally, the moment comes, I can only guess he was beside himself with happiness and emotions. Probably talked about it all the way there, maybe even rehashing his path to the top of how he got there. I would assume once he got to the Oscars, he was being congratulated. I would say he was riding on cloud nine. Then the moment comes. Chris Rock hits the stage and starts doing what he was there to do. He sees a joke about Jada. I'm guessing that was the reason for the love you Jada because he probably knew it could potentially be hurtful and that's all he could do. The show must go on because what was he supposed to do? Throw the cards down on the, on the floor and say, you know what? This is an inappropriate joke. Um, she may not think it's funny. I don't agree with it. So I'm out of here. Yeah, probably not. I mean, he's a professional. And I'm sure that's not the first joke in his career that probably didn't sit well with him or just wasn't one that he was in agreement with. But I'm sure he read it anyway. Then the reports are saying that after he headed up to the stage, she sat there pleased as she watched her husband walk up there and flush his practically untarnished legacy down the toilet. And what I mean by that, of course, we'll never forget what he did, his body of work presentation that he displayed that night. That kind of overshadows all of that. He was one of the black young men in Hollywood that didn't have all that going on. Yeah, early in his career or somewhere in his career. Whatever they had going on as far as having an open marriage or whatever their deal is, nobody knows for sure. Who cares? I don't. What I do know is that night his good reputation was soiled. And for what? Because of a joke that hurt her feelings. He told a joke about a personal condition, a personal condition that she's dealing with that she chose to tell the world about. And because of that, she allowed her husband to make a mockery of the night to overshadow others that have worked just as hard as he has to get where they were at, to put a red mark over the one night where they finally gave black people a chance to come to the party. Not only that, but they were allowed to put it together 
Some people had their biggest accomplishments that night, not just will. And to sit there proudly and allow it to happen without saying a word and approving the message that he shouted from his seat as if he hadn't already done more than enough. And for those reasons, I could not believe women, grown women, women, females, thought his actions were admirable. My husband said the same thing I was thinking. He knows we would have been in the audience working it out because he knows there is absolutely, and I do mean absolutely, no way I would have allowed him to go up there and make himself look bad. Not on my account. When I wasn't in danger and nobody put their hands on me? Yeah, we were taught as kids, people can say what they want, just don't touch me. Because guess what? People talk. They sure do. Even some of the ones that are smiling in your face right now. I tell my kids that all the time because my daughter, she's, <laughs> she's like that. Oh, if they say something, I'm laying hands. Girl, lay hands on yourself and hush. Because people have a right to say something. Somebody's going to always have something to say as far as that goes. Whether it's true or not, whether they're making it up, whether they're, even if they believe it. Or they just trying to, you know, shine a bad light on you. It doesn't matter because the reasons are endless and a lot of them are silly. But nonetheless, people will talk. I don't have time for that. My thing is, if you know who you are and what you got going on, who gives a rat's butt what anybody thinks? I know I could care less. Long as I'm good over here and I'm happy with it and God is all right and they told me otherwise, I'm good. I don't care. I could care less. But anyway, <laughs> before I get off track, women, if you were good with his actions, back to y'all. Yes, back to the women. If y'all were good with his actions, and you would allow your mate to disrespect his career because of a joke or something somebody said about you. Nope, I'm sorry. Me, I'd never be that selfish. And I most certainly love my mate way more than that to allow that to happen. Women are supposed to look out for the men, for our men, and have their best interests at heart, always. Yeah, I'd take one for the team, sure would. Why not? Especially on that stage, that platform, for the reason why we were there, I absolutely would have took one for the team. I wouldn't have laughed at it, that's for sure. I wouldn't have put a smirk on my face, that's for certain. But we would have both sat there in that chair. We'll talk to Chris a little later. But right then, that was not the time. I felt that was an about moment, and it shouldn't have been. So those agreeing with it, that tells me that's a characteristic that's shared among the masses of women. It's clearly apparent in some of your relationships. We all want it our way. I'm guilty of it. Some would say I'm spoiled and I have to always get my way. First of all, I do compromise. But most importantly, I always say I can afford to be spoiled and always get my way. Because for one, I don't ask for much. And I definitely make sure my circle is good. If they need me and I can do it, I'm doing it, no questions asked. So, I feel I got that coming. I make sure everybody gets their way, everybody's good. I'm good, and it works the way it's supposed to. Women, we are too important to the success of the relationship, or team as I call it, for us to allow ourselves to lose sight of what's best for our mates. We'll have been in the game too long to finally reach the highest point 
of his career and just jump off the ledge. And as his wife or any man out there, his mate, to sit there and allow it to happen is a definite no-no. And I don't care. There's nothing any woman can tell me that's going to justify her agreeing with that nonsense. The last thing I want to say is how people had the internet on fire because Will and Jada were not the first guests to premiere on the Red Table Talk. And there was no big talk about their episode, you know, like when they were going to address it or whatever. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I am sure. I was going to say, I'm not sure why people would even, you know, want to go back down that road like that. Because what can they say? How can they justify it or explain it? But then, like I thought about it, yeah, I get it. People want to hear what happened, why he did it, blah, blah, blah. That's what people want to see. That's what people want to hear. Here's what should happen. This is just my opinion. Will and Jada should host their own separate episodes. And they should each publicly apologize from the very platform that's used to influence so many people's lives. Because of her growth methods and their teachings on various subjects, because she says she did all the heavy lifting to become a better her. I understand she's still a work in progress. We all are. And she did say healing needed to occur. I totally agree. But because of their positions in the public eye, and because people put so much stock into what they're saying, Will should not be able to disrespect, degrade, and embarrass another grown-ass man and a black man at that. Not only in front of Chris's mother, wife, and kids, family, and friends, but the world, it was international. It was truly the slap heard around the world and seen around the world. No, he shouldn't, and they shouldn't. And I say they because she played a part in it. She said they're pleased as punch as it happened, as it unfolded and approved it. Didn't try to stop it. Didn't try to calm him down. Didn't try to talk to him. Just let him go. Neither one of them should get a pass. Neither of them. Everybody was talking about the cancel culture. Well, if they choose not to hold themselves accountable, meaning Will and Jada, then the very people that support them, that support what they're doing, that supports the messages that they present to the public, but clearly did a 180 on it. They should hold them responsible. And I understand we're human and we all make dumb choices and decisions. I get it. But some things just should not happen. And the slap heard around the world, that is one of those things that should have never, ever happened. We have to do better as individuals, as a people, and as a culture. Black people and black women have it really rough. And if in no other place within your relationships, that is your time to shine, to be the best you and have the best relationship possible and allowing your man, your mate, your husband, your significant other, whatever you want to call him, to just do something that you know is going to jeopardize their reputation, their well-being. Or just cause a disruption in his life, like disturbing his peace, which he should have. You should make sure he has peace because you should be at peace 
So if you're already at peace and you got yourself together, then of course it should trickle down. So allowing that kind of behavior or women being okay with that kind of behavior, it was really unsettling to me. It really was. Because I say all the time, I feel bad for women. Because it's so many issues that plague women. I feel sorry for men too. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely do. Because the thing about women, most women, and even just in society, you always hear guys, yeah, she crazy, this, that, and all the others. But it's almost like it's acceptable. Like men know and women know, people know, women got all this baggage carrying it around and it makes for a mess in one's life. It has the potential to. And that's kind of seen as like, oh, okay, well, we expect women to be crazy. Okay, what about men? I did say this was just for the women, but I guess the end part is for anybody. Both parties, both sexes. Men have issues too. They have mommy, daddy issues. They have abandonment issues. They have the same issues that women have. They have self-esteem issues. Men lack confidence. I mean, the list can go on and on. The same thing and issues that women have, men have them too. The only difference is, like I said, it's almost like women can get a pass at being crazy because of whatever her issues are. Men, however, they're looked at as, oh, they just ain't nothing. They immature. They little boys. Exactly. If you know this, then we would, I would think that shouldn't you, if you, if you're going down this road with one of these boys, that's supposed to be a man and you call yourself a woman who should have herself together. Why are you talking about him? What about y'all working together? And here's the thing, men. Y'all say this all the time. Anytime a woman try to tell y'all something to better yourselves, oh, she trying to tell me what to do. Boy, bye. Ain't nobody trying to tell you nothing. Not like that. In most cases, we as women, which is part of our jobs, is to help you be better in life. Like with my husband. And some people thought I was crazy, but yes, I can say that. I looked for his jobs. I had no problem doing it. Because guess what? See, he didn't have a problem working. He absolutely did not. He didn't have a problem finding a job and it was paying whatever. And as long as the bills was paid, he was good. But my thing is, why even settle for that? Why not get the biggest bang for your buck? He has skills. I told him, I said, don't it feel good to be able to write your own ticket? Because at this point in his life, that's pretty much what he's doing. Job offers have come. He'll ask, inquire about whatever, whatever. Now nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good where I'm at. He knows what he's looking for. He knows what he wants. And that's how women should be in life. We all should know what kind of man we want and what we need. So when he's looking now, and he's not even really looking, but again, because he has skills, they seek him out. So yeah, he can write his own ticket. See, for me, I've always approached our relationship like that. Like I saw in areas he was weaker in than what? As his woman? Yeah, it was my job to make him stronger in those areas, to make him better in those areas. And no, I'm not a man and I don't pretend to be. However, I do have a son. I have two sons and women have sons. And you hear all the time, can't no woman raise no boy on how to be a man. 
that's true to certain degrees. However, overall, I think she can. I think she can. Now, she can't tell a man, a, a boy, how it feel to have sex with a girl. Of course, she can't do that. She can't tell him that stuff, but the foundational things in life, the things that he's going to need as he goes out here as a man in this world, why can't she tell him? She can tell him how to treat people, how not to put his hands on a woman. And here's another thing I'm going to say, and this don't have nothing to do with nothing, but I did hear it on, um, on the radio a couple of days ago. And I saw the thing on the internet, like, do you agree I forget what happened, but something happened somewhere. And that was like the topic of discussion. Men putting their hands on women. Now, I don't agree with it nor condone it. But some of these, <laughs> some of y'all out here be doing a lot. And I remember one day I was coming past his high school. And he wasn't dressed like, you know, he looked normal. Just a regular old guy. You know how you see some and you be like, yeah, they bought that life. No, he didn't look like that. And these two girls, now they look like they was about that life. So I don't know if he had did something to them or what. Just from what I saw, he was walking on down the street and they were like kind of walking together at one point. But you can tell the girls were clearly on something else. So next thing you know, he stopped. One got in front of him to kind of stop them. And the other one was, you know, saying what she had to say. Then they both were saying, so he's just standing there. Trying to sidestep him and they're like, no, you're going to listen. And that kind of instance, a situation, I see how it can get out of control. Because at some point they felt, well, we're going to put our hands on him. He a boy. Y'all girls, why are you putting your hands on him? Oh, because your mama taught you boys don't hit girls. Guess what? I have two girls and I have two boys. And both of them, I tell them all the time. Like my daughters, when they were younger, my oldest one, she would hit my son. And he wouldn't hit her back. Boy, if you don't hit her back. And here was my point why. And some parents may say I'm wrong. And that's okay. That's fine. In my house, I mean. Because my point to that was, in those streets, she put her hand on a boy or a man, he going to put his hands back on her. So she needs to learn, keep your hands off of men. Keep your hands off, boys. Keep your hands to yourself and let somebody hit you. And that was not the case. Same way with my daughter now. She'll run up because my son says something she'll like. And she'll run up on him and put her hands on him. And then come to me when he hit her back. Mm -mm, that's not how that works, honey. Because see, in the real world, I told you, just because somebody said something doesn't warrant and doesn't mean for you to put your hands on them. And even though he's a boy, it's a lot of boys out there don't care nothing about what their mama taught them. And will lay a girl down. I don't want that to happen to my girl. Because I teach my kids. Somebody put their hands on you. You better hit back. So that whole mindset of. Well my son better not put his. <laughs> let my son come home all scratched up. Talking about. Uh, I ain't do nothing to her. Because she was a girl. I'm kick his butt. Because no that's not okay. And y'all shouldn't be putting that in y'all little girl's heads. That that's okay. No teach them. Don't put your hands on nobody unless somebody touch you first. But anyway, that's another, another conversation for another time. I just wanted to say it because I had heard it and apparently that is um, kind of a popular view. I don't think it's the majority's views because I hear a lot of females say that about their sons. Now, if she's doing the most, he better get with her.
And I, I'm not even saying, like, you got to kill no girl. But you can do enough. Like, come on now. Stop. And walking away, that's fine. That's an option. But you got some chicks that will not let him walk away. So what? He's supposed to just stand there and get beat up, scratched up, and punched on, and who knows what else? No, that's unacceptable. And again, women, we have to do better. But my point was, yeah, a woman can't teach a boy to be a man to a degree. Because some of y'all men out here got women teaching y'all how to be men now. And there is nothing wrong with it. They're basic principles. Like I said, that old antiquated thinking of, oh, you a boy, you ain't supposed to cry. Why not? So you mean to tell me a boy fall, hit his, scrape his knee up and he bleeding. He ain't supposed to cry. Oh, that, that don't hurt boys. It do. So he's supposed to cry and he should get a little hug and kiss just like girls. However, now he can't cry for 20 hours and you sitting there babying and petting him. Now that's unacceptable. But, you know, he should still get a little kindness shown to him and he should be able to be in touch with his emotions. Now I ain't saying he got to be walking around just every time the sun don't come out, he crying. That's excessive. But that's the problem with a lot of men. They're not in touch with no kind of emotion. They don't show none. And they nasty. Just a nasty attitude when it comes to that kind of thing. That's craziness. So women can tell men stuff. They can help y'all be better. We absolutely can. Absolutely. Because it's basic. Want to do better in life. Like I was saying, yeah, I used to find my husband jobs. If he was making, like back in the day, $10, $15 was, or $10, $12 was really something. So, okay, so if he found a job for eight, I bet I can find one for 10. So I find him one for 10. Guess what? If I find one for 10, hmm, I bet 15 will work. Oh, he's making 15. And that's just the way I've always done it. I mean, I don't look for his jobs now. He's pretty much set. But leading up to this, yeah, and if he told me right now he was looking for a job, guess what? Cookie going to find him one that's paying more than what he's paying, getting paid now or the very minimum what he's making now. Yeah, because we're a team. So if my teammate is doing good, guess what? I'm going to be doing good. Same way with me. If I'm doing good, my teammate going to be doing good. We work together, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I was so put off by the whole thing, how women were okay with that. How are you as a woman going to let your man just nosedive into hell because of some joke that was told about you? Come on, ladies. Come on. And I'm not even going to say if you got a good man, because if you got a man and you're in a relationship with him, if you're sitting around talking about your man in that kind of negative way, he this, he that, he ain't got no job, he don't make nothing but nothing, he don't bring nothing to the table, whatever your negative issue is with your man's performance within your relationship, if that's what it is, then you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem because I'm not, and I understand nobody can make anybody do anything, but the influence and the impacts that we have on each other's lives, that even includes our friends. I mean, think about that. We all impact each other within our relationships and as well as our friends. And you see all the little memes online, you know, your friends are supposed to encourage you and lift you up and make you be, they should, they absolutely should. That's why for me, I can't mess with a lot of people. I just cannot and do not. I choose not to. It's too much. 
And I'm okay with that. But again, the influence that we have within our relationships. Women listen to their husbands to some degrees about some stuff. And men listen to their women to some degrees about some stuff. So yeah, if you got a man that he ain't even trying to work and that's okay with you and you taking care of him, but you on the phone and all your girlfriends, girl, that's all he do. Every time I come home, he waiting on me to get my car so he can run the streets. Girl, you crazy. Cause there is no way you're going to be sitting in my house talking about you, my man, and you waiting to get my car that I've been at work with all day. And you sitting at home doing nothing. So you can run the streets. When I come home, who going to put the gas in the car after you burn that up? Oh, me too? No. <laughs> that whole thing look crazy to me. That whole entire scenario is bonkers. Now, if we on the bus together, that's one thing. If ain't neither one of us got no car. And then still, you can't just sit there and not work. You cannot. And talking about you, my man, and we grown? No, 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 no. See, I was 18. Me and my husband been together since we were kids, teenagers, high school sweethearts, if you will. We've been together that long. So around 18, um, he didn't, he wasn't working. I was working and I was asked, well, what you going to do? I'm going to keep working and I'm going to encourage him to get a job. Well, what if he don't get one? Well, then I guess it's going to be a lowly existence. He can stay here. I ain't going to just put him out on the street or anything. But if you think I'm going to be around here buying cigarettes and, like I said, filling up my car and you just ro ripping and running, doing nothing. No, we're not doing that. You're going to have to get a job. And that's what he did. And he did, like I said, he wasn't opposed to working. Not at all. And I understand. That's what I'm saying. Like men come out the gate. They definitely be needing help. And I'm not saying every one of them, but there is a lot of them that do need help. And women are so quick to talk about, yeah, they mama did. Okay, fine. They mama dropped the ball or didn't drop the ball. He yours now. He with you. So what you going to do? Well, he a grown man. I ain't well, then don't have him. Hey, either don't have him as your man or don't talk about him as your man. Because when you start talking about him, you definitely making yourself look crazy. Because you a grown ass woman. Why are you allowing this behavior? Allowing this behavior? But then talking about it, hey, don't talk about it, enjoy it. Because clearly, that's what it is. So, like I said, we as women, we have to do better. We need to start embracing our full potential and walking in the power that we possess. We have the power to make men better. We absolutely do. We can encourage them to do better. Like I said, being their biggest cheerleader... It's like kids in school whose parents are not involved, but then you'll see a teacher that comes along and they push that kid to do better. They show an interest in their work. They give them positive words. They, they, they support them. And you see these kids start turning around and doing better. Why? Because someone took the time to really show an interest and really care about what was going on. And I get it. I've seen online talking about calling it struggle love. Uh, I don't know if that's what it is or not, but I do know people need to grow up. Men and women, especially women. So that's why I had originally said that this part two was for women because after seeing Jada allow on her platform especially. 
And I do remember a time when they were hashtag relationship goals. They were the black power couple everybody wanted to be. They were black love. They were this, they were that. Now look at them. They can slip slid down to where they at now. So, like I said, for me seeing Jada be okay with that and hearing so many females agree with that nonsense, I I was blown away. I'm sorry, but I was. So, my hope is that any women, any woman, that initially thought or tried to justify the point of his actions, I hope you understand <laughs> We as women play a critical, crucial, important role in relationships. Women, we can do better. And I hope after listening to this, you see it differently. And if you don't, you may want to check yourself and your motives for being with your mate. Selfishness isn't part of the love equation. It is not. And I know a lot of y'all think it is because that's y'all's reality. It's not. It's the reality that your experiences, your life has taught you and you learned how to make it work. You've adjusted and here you are now. You've got it working like a well-oiled machine. Thinking that Ratchet display at the Oscars was all right, if nothing else, I hope you take away three points. Number one, it's time to grow up. It's time to mature in life and spirituality. Number two, women have to do better. You have to learn to be less selfish, to not be selfish. So I hope everyone enjoys their day. And women, let's start with ourselves getting ourselves together, getting rid of that baggage so we can make better choices and decisions and not hold men responsible for our happiness, for our well-being, for all of that. We can become who we're supposed to be and take our place as women in our families. Just like we want our men to take their parts and do their roles and do what they're supposed to do within the family or within the relationship. It's a, it's, it's an equal thing. So with that being said, you've been listening to another episode of Life, Love, and Perspective, and have a great day.